should have been you. You should have been the Scorpion King. You could have been the one hunting Vin Diesel's candy ass down in Fast and Furious. You could have been the one in a helicopter saving your family in the world's biggest earthquake. You could have been breaking box office records, man. But hey, such is life, right? Yeah, such, such, such is life. Welcome to Cheap Hopcast episode number... 69, dudes! Man. I am your host, Dave L. Rudden Esquire. I am uh, Hank Theodore Logan. <laughs> oh, what the hell? There's nobody left oh, for man. me. Uh, I'm the devil. You're yeah. Pam Greer. I'm uh, <laughs> Satan. Yeah. Oh. Your is... journey. Jeez. Your shoelaces are untied. Uh, you could be, yeah, you could have been, uh, been Chris Journey. Okay, right? edit that out, but don't. Yeah. Okay. And then... Yeah. Uh, uh, welcome to the Unprofessional Podcast about professional wrestling. Uh, we have a lot of wrestling to talk about in the second segment. Too we much. Have, we have Royal Rumble, Lucha Underground's premiere, NXT, Raw, all that great stuff. But I always like to inject a little bit of uh, audio goodness into this episode. And Ooh. a bigger showdown than any Royal Rumble uh, debut oh. or Lucha Underground match is this is the second annual uh, battle mm. between which is the worst... WWE pay-per-view oh. theme of the year. Oh. So uh, I've collected every theme uh, that was 2015. Used to, yeah. So you know, back in the day, like mm-hmm. uh, like for the early WrestleManias, they all had their like their stock theme, and yeah. they were all right. There's one of that video that nobody watched, but it's so funny. It's yeah. from like '97. Whoa, And one is the actual theme of the show. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, nowadays they kind of stick to kind of weird metal stuff, and once in a that while... That you have yeah. to watch if you're at WrestleMania. Yeah. Florida to... Georgia Line. Yeah. I'm going to go through, for, for this year it was 13, because they added Elimination Chamber at <laughs> the last right. minute. Yeah. So there's 13, I'm going to do them in uh, three groups, two of four, and the last one of five, and so then we will choose the three to, to go against each other in the finals, and determine once and for all, what was the worst WWE pay-per-view theme of 2015. Now, if NXT was part of this, we'd already know uh, the best because it would be Motorhead. But. Yeah, and I kind of didn't want to do... It was like a NXT. pre-posthumous Lemmy yeah. thing. I think... I bet they put that on there when they're like, Lemmy told yeah. Triple H, I'll be dead in a week. <laughs> I'll be dead in a week, yeah. mate. Uh, I'm sorry, I never got your theme right. I am the game and you are the game. <laughs> the game is playing. I am the game. But I, I also didn't want to do the NXT ones because those... In a lot of cases, those are like really indie bands like yes. i think they even have a project for nxt to, to like recruit indie bands to get do those songs uh-huh um and also just to set the rules exactly these are the theme songs that play when the pay-per-view starts because in the case of wrestlemania and SummerSlam, they have they have two themes and i didn't want to like include every single theme uh they have like backup themes mm-hmm. because they're so big let's start with uh what i have to say is in my opinion, the front runner. It kind wow. of inspired last year's competition because it was so bad and it was so prevalent. Uh, this song is called Gonna Be a Fight Tonight by Danko Jones. Uh, let me hit you with a little bit of that. I feel the pressure on my chest. Anticipation in the air. Yeah. 
this is the most unholy combination of Smash Mouth and Metallica <laughs> I, I ever could have imagined. Yeah. God. I feel like I'm busting a badass yeah. heel flip in Tony Hawk, man! <laughs> hey, here's a... This is what you'll remember. Oh, no. There's gonna be a fight tonight! <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be a fight! You know what? Uh, it, it wasn't rap rock. Yeah. I'll say that about it. Mm-hmm. It was not... It didn't get into a rap breakdown or have a... Uh, a pretty lady singing yeah. a song at some point. Mm-hmm. So but I, that song's bad. Certainly I, don't bad. Aff- I don't want to offend anybody because I did get in my parents' car this yeah. holiday break. Turned on the old new rock station. Been mm-hmm. around since like 1993. Mm-hmm. And last I left Florida, they were playing bands like Disturbed and uh-huh. Creed. And <laughs> I went back there and I'm like, they're still making new music that sounds like this? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's this is the new rock station in this entire <laughs> city, which is the capital of Florida. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure this is representative of somebody's taste. I just don't know of anyone. Yeah. And the only my only exposure to it is WWE. Uh, yeah, and it's like, uh, this makes sense in the context of promoting a pay-per-view, but it's kind of a bad song otherwise because no, it's, it's, promoting you for, it's promoting you to f- get in fights, right? <laughs> yes. Kind which of is not bad. what the WWE, it's, it's sports entertainment. I think yes. they must write the, I, I would think they wrote those in mind of like, think we could sell this to WWE or UFC. Yeah. So let's move on to Fastlane, uh, the last ever he- pay-per-view headline by Daniel Bryan, ever. <sighs> Life in the Fastlane. Uh, when he did the handoff to Roman Reigns. Yes. yes yeah. And this, uh, uh, appropriately named Faster by Kidding, was the uh. theme for this pay-per-view. Let me play that for you. One of the lowest key pay per view yeah, things. Yeah, speed like, it up. It do, it never gets any faster. Ah, yeah. ah, ah, I guess it's for your fuck mix. Nice fuck rhythm. This has surprisingly not been a Fast and Furious theme. I don't I don't hate this as much. Yeah. But it also. Roman Reigns PNG spinning around, <laughs> round around in this graphic. All right, so let's move on to. I, I don't know. That was uh, well. If that was a white rapper, I hate it more. If the if the rapper uh, if the I'm looking this up. I need. I like it's important s- to me to know the race mm-hmm. of a of a. I like <laughs> I like squeaky voice rapper rappers. Yeah. So I do. Mm, yeah. Well, the the next one we all heard live. Mm. This is WrestleMania's theme. This uh, is my favorite. Rise by Skylar Gray actually performed. Seth Rollins. No. Oh, oh yeah, that played <laughs> I, that played more. This had an actual performance by the. Uh, we none. I don't think any of us watched it because we were out. We were all going I to was pee filming. or I held or it drink, in the whole night. We're gonna drink. But yeah. Uh, yeah, this is Rise by Skylar Gray. I do officially know this song now. It is familiar to me. It's re- I never heard it outside of yeah. WWE or WrestleMania, but it did. It played throughout. If you're, if, I've never been to a live WrestleMania. Yeah. That we didn't hear any of the commentators. We heard this song yeah. instead in between every match. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, and now for a live performance, someone you've never heard of doing the same song yeah. again. Yeah, every every break when it would have been hearing Michael Cole and yes. and, and everybody else yeah. saying dumb garbage. This is what played throughout like, the stadium. I kind of got like Stockholm syndrome, so I don't hate this. No, song. I don't hate it anymore either. And I I saw Puff Daddy perform at <laughs> WrestleMania 29. This was a breath of fresh air. Come like with me. yeah. And uh, this that, is also better than the uh, the the Kid Rock we had to see at WrestleMania yeah. in two thousand eight. That's see, a little late. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, boy, Rock. was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. But they were in Texas, so who knows? They might just have him show up again. Mm-hmm. Like we're in Texas again. Let's mm-hmm. have Kid Rock from <laughs> Detroit. Yeah. Anyway, no, that I mean that song's fine. It's mm-hmm. just it's also the very generic pop of today, but yeah. it's. 
it's kind of rappy but kind of international mm-hmm. you'd say and yeah. it's uh, also Kid Ink is African American so yeah. I like that song more now. and he's a character in uh, Splatoon right Kid Ink yes yeah <laughs> uh, so closing out this part of the bracket is Extreme Rules with Irresistible by Fallout Boy mm. the way you hurt me. Ew. This I hate the most. Most of all, I feel like, man, where's all the Invader Zim shit and Hot Topic? (laughs) They've changed. Yeah, they've changed, man. It's all pop figures now. This is gross. Where's the Fraggles, man? I do. I I just look. I was still sell Scarface T-shirts here. (laughs) Fuck. I don't love Fallout Boy, but this is not even what I liked or thought was good about them back then. So. Yeah, no, right. thank you. That was so. Pretty... So, what's your? Are well, you both I, officially voting? Fall I Boy? heard a different. Well, I heard a different Fall Out Boy song from last year too, where they basically just rip off the Munsters theme in mm-hmm. it. But what? Uh, yeah, it's what? Uh, look it up, guys. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, you know, the fight tonight. Monsters. Fight tonight is not good. Yeah. But yeah, it was the near 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 near. But anyway, yeah, tonight. Fall Out Boy. Yeah, it the was just like, fight. oh, what if we were fun? Let's do, <laughs> let's do Fun. Ugh, didn't like it. I mean, also Fight Tonight, like Chris said, with Smash Mouth plus Metallica <laughs> in, in a horrible. It's an interesting hybrid. But yeah, I gotta go Fall Out Boy. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think it's a big fall from grace from them. You agree, Chris? I was tr- I s- I'm still trying to think of how to make Tonight Tonight a fight theme for <laughs> WrestleMania this year. What? To suplex all the insincere tonight. Well, that well, wouldn't happen because he no. owns TNA. Oh, shit. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I agree with the Irresistible. So that, that moves on to the second round. So now we're in the second bracket. We're up to payback. Have, I cannot remember. No for James the life. Brown? Well, no. Like we're never going to use James Brown for this. Right. <laughs> If Mel Gibson ever made a titular song, <laughs> I finally remember the name of that song. The 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 oh, okay. The the song is called Uma Thurman. By the way, the Fall Out Boy song that uses the uh, samples the Munsters Uma theme. The name of the song. Yep. Uh, so Payback's theme was Friction by Imagine Dragons. Ooh. So you, might, you have to when they come up with the pay per view WWE Friction, they can also use this. Yeah. Again. And thanks to the uh, Muppets, yeah. I know what they look like and who they are. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here it goes. All I can picture is Zach Galifianakis buying drugs in another yes. Hangover movie. Yeah, it's weird that friction wouldn't be used on the Muppet Show since you know you get that friction with with felt, whenever you're right? fisting puppets. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the thing I don't like about this is this is this is also a, a huge cliche in songs now. Like they have the the I guess you call it sax or whatever. They're like like just. Weird. It Is sounds this like it would almost something I might like. Yeah, it sounds like something that was rejected from the Mission Impossible soundtrack, and they're like, eh, "We could just switch a couple notes here and there, and then uh, boom, it's still a I can't song." Put my it reminds me of a bunch of indie Florida bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know Imagine Dragons that well, though. Yeah. I don't want to put myself out there and call myself a fan. <laughs> they got to play alongside Koji Kondo at uh, but, a couple Game Awards ago. Well, that that settles it. I don't hate that a lot. <laughs> so coming up next is the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. This was where uh, surprise Elimination yeah. Chamber. Uh, yeah, came out of nowhere. It, it was it was 
well, it was planned like three weeks ahead of time. Like, I think WWE was like, we need to goose our subscriptions for this month. Let's just slot this old pay-per-view that we weren't going to use this year into this slot. Can they do slot. that that fast? You yeah. Think? Wow. yeah. Hey, how, they got yeah. that chamber around. So yeah. They just build it. Yeah, but like, get, they were they were talking on that documentary about getting in a stadium, taking like weeks. For, yeah. Yeah. for WrestleMania, yes. yes. But still like booking it and like yeah. finding an opening in three weeks? Well, yeah. the Dirty Secret, it was, it was a house show. It was going to be a house show that yeah. night. They just upgraded oh. it. Uh, but the Dirty Secret, too, of, of WWE's touring is yeah. that in le- other than WrestleMania, every show has the Raw set now. They mm. used to build different sets, yeah. but huh. now it's just the Raw set, and sometimes they'll put accessories and in nice front lights. Of it. Yeah. yeah, good graphic. Uh, you might remember this is the pay-per-view where Kevin Owens made his debut. Yeah, yeah, great, great debut. And proving that the Elimination Chamber was hastily prepared, both of those matches were hot trash. They were the worst, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Highs and lows on that show. Uh-huh. Uh, so the, the theme for Elimination Chamber was Coming For You by The Offspring. Ooh. Really? Yep. See, they haven't changed. Did you hear they just sold their whole catalog for $30 million? Like, really? Man, somebody got ripped off to the tune oh, yeah. of $29 million. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Wow. Choose your car and driver. They're Time to go. Surprisingly angsty for 50-year-old Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't want to know that about them. I've just made it up. I okay. don't know that. You. Yeah, here. Of course yeah. they're not. I remember the, the yeah. last time I saw them on like MTV or something was when Bush was president and Old man Dexter was like <laughs> hitting the he- the head off of a George W. Bush uh, dummy in effigy into the crowd. Man. Uh, I mean, that's fine. They offspring has not fallen the, the way mm. Fallout Boy yeah. has, and but I bet they've sold fewer albums. Probably. That's because but, you know who doesn't like them? Mm-hmm. The main demographic for music, yeah. little girls. <laughs> little girls, always the primary buyer of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so coming up next is a uh, it's an annual theme. So I almost didn't want to include it, and I don't think it'll ever get voted a one of the worst songs just because we're so used to it. But the the pay per view is Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. and they have a, it's the same theme they use every year. It's called Money in the Bank by Jim Money, Johnson. M I B. Here comes M I B. Which I think this was Shane McMahon's theme, wasn't it? No, 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 no. His. Oh, this is Here Comes the Money. Here comes the money. Very similar. Yeah. This is, sound, is this a WWE original? Like somebody yeah. in house made this? Yeah, Jim Johnson. Johnson the, okay. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, God. he does like like half of the songs. And yeah. there's another guy who does another a bunch of. The but, songs, but I yeah, I can't hate that song. The, the only time I hated it was when I bought. Uh, it was the last <laughs> W. It was the last WWE Blu-ray I ever bought. But it was the Money in the Bank one. Uh, it was the last one I bought before the uh, WWE Network, but it was every Money in the Bank match and every outcome of a Money in the Bank uh, match, like as in every cash-in. Oh, cool. Uh, but I did the classic thing that you don't see anymore because who has physical media, but where it's like uh, I fell asleep while the extras <laughs> were on and I wake up and it's just this on repeats. Yeah. And just, <laughs> <laughs> your, your next door neighbor is knocking on your door. Henry, are you making money in there? Stop it. <laughs> this song is, is, reminds me of an approximation of something I would like mm-hmm. if it were written by a, a real <laughs> it, musician. Like, if they made Trading Places today, this would be, like, the theme to it. Uh, this has probably, op- like, been the opening credits to many a Martin Lawrence film. Yeah. Uh, so closing out this part of the bracket is Battleground, a pay-per-view which has never been great. This is, I think it's going bad. on its third year. Even uh, when they move it around the schedule, like, this yeah. was earlier than a previous Battleground, but yeah. it was still bad. Uh, this pay-per-view's theme was called Heavy by the Glorious Sons. I kind of prefer "Glorious" by the Heavy Sons. Uh, Those are a great rap rap band. Dave rap, King of the Dab jokes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. Heavy by the Glorious Sons. 
Ugh. This is great bar fight music. Yeah, this seems that Patrick Swayze should be doing something yeah. in this video package. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then Chuck that, Norris that, kicks down yeah, the door. That would be good if there was a pay-per-view where it was like every wrestler has to be over 300 pounds. Like, this is a <laughs> fat dude only pay-per-view. That guy did have fat guy accent. Yeah. That is just so late. Like, come hard or don't come at all. Like, that's it's just such a cliched thing to say. There's no extra thing on it, and it's just the most... It's the first thing anybody would write, it feels like. You say that shit in a preppy bar right before you don't kick anybody's ass. Yes. After the first, like, some band geek punches you in the face, you you come heavy, you don't want to... Don't come at all. I got a 401k, and I won't get arrested. I... I, 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 fuck with no one. I also love when it's the southern types who say those words who like pick up like street slang said by black people who they <laughs> who they also hate but they also want to sound tough and yeah uh, we so, can say this because we're white mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go let's pick the next uh, winner out of these the, out of the previous four so there's friction by Imagine Dragons Man. coming for you by the Offspring Money in the Bank by Jim Johnson or Heavy by the Glorious Sons Heavy Heavy I'll go really yeah. all right I was gonna say uh, uh, coming for you but. Yeah. By by who? By the by the offspring, the offspring song. But uh, <sighs> heavy is. I don't know. Yeah. I still like Crazy Taxi. Yeah, it's true. It was, and at least they're sticking to their their guns. They stuck yes. to the milieu. They didn't go. They didn't go too crazy or try to write a song that sounded like what's currently doing, popular. Yeah, they're doing jazz albums now for only Japanese audience. <laughs> Fly me to the moon. <laughs> well, meanwhile, that yeah, the heavy thing was just so cliche. <laughs> All right, so we're we're on the final bracket now, starting with SummerSlam, which with one of the most uh, out of place themes I've ever heard for a WWE pay per view. <laughs> David Lee Ross, California Girls. No, it's oh. well, it, it, it's appropriately <laughs> it named. It's cool for the summer by Demi Lovato. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you don't know, I love this. The song. song is about she was married to Bruce Willis, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm out of touch is what I'm saying. She's uh-huh. the daughter of Bruce. Willis. But uh, this song was was big during the summer because it's about uh, having a lesbian relationship during the summer. Is uh, that yep. is it? Correct. Yeah. All right. I, yeah. So play it <laughs> yeah. all. It's gonna be the that. worst time to be a vagina. Don't I, I weirdly don't hate this to the point of liking it. I like this it, song. It reminds me of something I would scream around with a Need, a need for Speed game. You, you almost know this song? Yeah. It's like on the radio and stuff? Because you and I are cool for the summer. Very weird. Like I don't it's just a like that. It's a gay song. Yeah. Well, they only really played the cool for the summer part during yeah. the paper, but it was like uh, very like. Am I expecting like Brock Lesnar and John Cena to make out during this <laughs> yeah, pay per view? Because or? the it's, lines are cutting out there. Let's like, don't tell your mother. Yeah. Die for each other. It's about yeah. a very intense lesbian thing. It seems to imply like a high school thing too, yeah. or mm-hmm. or high school or college because like oh cool for the summer, yeah. as in you have your summer free, mm-hmm. but also you get to say summer in a song, so people love it in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Vince McMahon loves it for SummerSlam, yeah. and you get to have a sexy video with everybody showing off their beach bods. I and hope stuff. he has to sign off on every <laughs> one of these songs. But oh, I, but I was a little annoyed that like music videos aren't made to be played on television anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no. they're just for YouTube. They're they're meant to look so, like Verizon ads. So it should have had time. girls. What I'm saying is, it should have girls making out ah, in it. They should have tattooed uh, it up. Yes, there's a current that's what I'm reference. They no. don't. No, there's no actual. No. As far as I can recall, in the music video, there's no girl but kissing. Wouldn't Verizon Wireless like?
like cut their funding of the music video and their their phone placement. Uh, yeah, perhaps so. But it, but anyway, I like that Demi Lovato. Uh, so coming up next is another That's my winner of the year. Yeah, uh, another uh, yearly theme. So again, I kind of nudge you guys in the direction of not voting for it uh, okay. because it's been used for every, every Night of Champions for the last few years. It, really, it's called Night of Gold by CFO, and CFO is. In, in addition Abercrombie to and Fitch, yeah. Man. Well, in addition to Jim Johnson, they make a lot of WWE themes. Like, so oh. I think they did the that closed out WrestleMania for minutes and minutes at a time. Dozens of minutes. Yeah. So this is Night of Gold by CFO. No, yeah. this this song was Ugh. in the video package that my parents paid for when I got my promise ring. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, uh, that's not good. Yeah, that's, I mean that's that's Evanescence Man. a decade yeah. like before a decade before that was I written. I don't know another Demi Lovato it's, song, so I can't believe yeah. how hard I'm leaning in her favor. You know what that is? That's our generation's "We Are the Champions." Oh, that's uh. a disgusting thing to think about. <laughs> yeah. I just. God, the, the cliche of sing it song song, and I'm a rap, rapping to song song. Was there a rapper in there? I didn't hear that part. Mm-hmm. It yeah, came in I'm just gonna be end. a champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna, gonna win the title, be... come number one contender, and then challenge for it. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to the next pay per view, Hell in a Cell, uh, which has cut the cord by Shine Down. This was what Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker. The non the non shitty finish. I wish I could have heard Casey Kasem yeah. announce this. Cut <laughs> yeah. the cord, cut the cord. But also, I think it should be the WWE Network's theme because they want Ooh. you to cut the cord on cable. <gasps> oh, yeah. Uh, here's that song. Yeah. Nope. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, not pass-aggressive? It should be passive-aggressive, right? Not in the South, man. Yeah. You got it all wrong. You ain't pass-aggressive. You don't talk to me like that. Dale Earnhardt ain't no goddamn pussy. Yeah. I just, I, I'm finding it really hard to yeah. imagine a truck big enough to be playing this song <laughs> in, on purpose. I hate that voice. Mm-hmm. I hate the aggressiveness of his lyrics because it's one of those things like... I don't. I don't want. That makes me sound I'm not like a, a nice guy. Well, that that makes me sound like a wuss to be like eh, this. Lyrics are too aggressive. <laughs> what I mean is like, if you're gonna have tough guy lyrics, then you mm. better be a tough guy. Yeah. Like I hate. I hate that it feels like you're a poser. Oh. I bet that guy's not a tough guy. Saying Shine Down can't throw down. Yeah, Henry's calling Shine Down a pussy. Oh, yeah. man. Bring it, Shine Down. Settle this on a podcast. That song was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to Survivor Series. The the one band to make a, make multiple appearances on the uh, WWE calendar. Imagine Dragons oh, are back. Oh no! Yeah, with Warriors. Wow, I do remember this. Again, this was not on the Muppet Show, was it? No. No. Yeah. What does it sound like? Very queeny. Yeah. Was this from the PSP port of the Warriors? No. No, it sounds like music. It does sound a little music. Uh, without the uh, subtle vocal stylings of Matthew Bellamy. That guy's voice is amazing. Oh, that, guy, that guy's voice. It's so, way more interesting to see live than I thought. 
fake so that, news. So look, that song, <laughs> nah, I mean, it at least fits thematically more with wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. we are the Warriors, we built this town. Yeah. But then, then again, so did the last mm-hmm. awful song fit with wrestling, it's too. all Imagine Dragons music. They didn't. I just, I, they struck me as they would sound like a pussy band. Yeah. With, like, a, a bunch of Mumford and Son beards. And, mm-hmm. and instead, is it really all this, like, yeah, come fuck with us. We're yeah. Imagine Dragons. Maybe See, I, I pictured, like, pop album. punk. But they, <laughs> yeah. they just don't fit any form. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like that. Yeah. Uh I don't like that marching band yeah. beats, though. Like, yeah. So, closing out the year, uh, TLC, uh, we were all rooting Waterfalls. so hard for Roman Reigns oh. to win that WWE title. Uh, he didn't do it, he did it three days later. Uh, well, <laughs> one night one week, later. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, this theme was Wicked Ones by Dorothy. And I say it like that because that their, their, their band is in all caps for some reason. <laughs> so, here's Wicked Ones by Dorothy. I don't care what's coming yeah. to ABC this fall. <laughs> I, I, oh, man. No, not a fan of this. Mm. This sounds like 16 other songs. It's, no, no, and now it's getting a little yeah. too country. Can't stand it. Demi Lovato. It's all over the map is what it is. Well, if you want to sell a million album, or if you want yeah. to sell 100,000 albums, you have to sound like everything. Can't imagine li- listening to that song on purpose. <laughs> All right, nah. so this time we have five to choose from. Oh God! There's "Cool for the Summer." No way. Uh, "Night of Gold." Mm. "Cut the Cord" by Shine Down. <laughs> "Warriors" by Imagine Dragons, and "Wicked Ones" by Dorothy. My vote's "Cut the Cord." Didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, mine was either that or CFO. Yeah. But uh, I guess I'll go. With, we'll go All Shine right. Down. The last three are all bad. Yeah. But so Shine Down's like me, me. Yeah. Uh, just to recap, <laughs> and I want to start a feud with yeah. Shine Down. Fuck you guys. The final three combatants are Irresistible by Fallout Boy. Gross. Gross. Heavy. Heavy by the Glorious Sons. And cut the cord by Shine Down. Huh? Oh, I forgot the children samples. That's yeah, also horrible. That. All right, uh, the middle one. The middle one. My least. Uh, I, so I don't I mean, hate it. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, it's relatively fine compared to the other two. I think Fall Out Boy is a bigger fall from grace. Mm-hmm. But God, once I heard those kids at the start, I was just mm-hmm. like, a kid sample too. This yeah. is that's that's so fucking old. Uh, to, to mix with like the ruthless aggression of the douche on it, the, not passive aggressive. Yeah, I, I'm not that, someone who yeah. who thinks about mm. Fallout Boy ever. Yeah. And I'm, I hey, you got a Simpsons reference in your name. Mm. We're cool. Yeah. And then every time I hear one of the songs, like fuck you, I, I like I wanted to like you. Yeah. And I get, I'm getting that feeling again. I'm getting angry for no reason because yeah. like I don't have anything against Fallout Boy. I know you. I'm sure there's someone out there who's. 19 and loves this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I'm fuck Fallout Boy. So is it your vote is Fallout Boy? I think so yeah, and yours and is Shine Down. It's just because that, that's 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 in danger of infecting the yeah. mainstream of uh, pop rock music. Yeah. The rest well, of it is like is is a cast off that Vince McMahoon just like fucking booed mm-hmm. his ship to and can't seem to let go of. <laughs> All right, so I guess I am the, the deciding. deciding vote, and the worst WWE pay per view theme oh, of 2015 is. Yeah! Yeah, irresistible. Congratulations, Fallout Boy. Oh, God, this Maroon 5 horseshit. It's both betraying what they did before, but also being extremely annoying like they were before. So It's It's still their whiny voice, but with the bombast of current And nothing about it is is extreme. It's playing it safe. It's being following trends. The comedian Gerard Carmichael had a great term for these songs, which are like, 
uh, ec- ecstatic white people music. Yeah. It's this music for white people. Like, yeah, Grim, Grim always we makes, did it. Grim always makes fun of me for like that anthemic chanty. Yeah. Like, we're so young. Like, get that shit out of here. I know you feel very important, but this is very mm. easy mu- music to make, I'm and it's Star not special. Mile movies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for the first half of Cheap Popcast number... 69, dudes! Uh, We'll be back with talk of Royal Rumble, Lucha Underground, and more. See you in a little bit. Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling will return after these messages. Welcome to the break for Cheap Popcast episode number 69, dudes! I'm sorry there's only one of those left in the episode. Thank you for supporting this show. Uh, Thanks for listening. I want to implore you guys, now that Cheap Popcast has been weekly for a month or so now, and I have plans to keep it weekly for as long as wrestling keeps being interesting weekly, so fingers crossed hopefully that'll be a while, please, if you haven't before... Uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. All that stuff helps our visibility get up and uh, helps us move up the charts and uh, helps inspire me to do this more. I love doing it, and hearing more and seeing more of your support would definitely help even further. A couple other things. We've got Amazon links all throughout the site, lasertimepodcast.com. Uh, if you want to support us while just doing your uh, normal old Amazon shopping, please click on links. Uh, Henry does a roundup of... Amazon links every week, and now that Amazon Prime users get 20% off of uh, pre-release games, uh, it's never been a better deal than ever to buy stuff through Amazon, so please do that. Please use our links. Uh, Every little bit helps. If you want to help us even further, there is Patreon, patreon.com slash lasertime, where you get weekly movie commentaries, a weekly bonus podcast, bi-weekly comic book TV show commentaries as well as bi-weekly wrestling commentaries i've had a blast doing them so far our most recent one was my favorite ever it was for royal rumble 2005 it's it's a long one but it's entertaining throughout and to make things easier and if you if you've been on the fence about subscribing to our patreon you can watch our most recent wrestling commentary on vimeo there is a link on cheappopcast.com uh, you'll see it right away, and uh, you can watch it and uh, see what everyone's been getting for months and months. And uh, I'm hoping that we can continue down the uh, Vimeo sync, so making this easier for everybody and just watching classic matches with you and, and hear, getting to see what you say about the match in the comments has been great. So, yes, please check that out. If you're not a patreon.com slash lasertime subscriber, you can see what how the other half lives. Yeah, it's been real fun, and hopefully I can do many more of these with you and get to uh, interact with you even more on these cheap podcast commentaries. I'll cut it out for the plugs for now. We've got a bit more coming at the end, uh, talking about all the great new stuff that's been on lasertimepodcast.com this week. Uh, For now, let's talk about some wrestling for the week. (laughs) 
now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Cheap podcast episode number sixty nine, dudes. I'm done with that for the rest of the show. Dude, I gotta turn away. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot of wrestling that happened over this past week. Probably so the biggest wrestling week of the year, and I would be surprised if WrestleMania week was even this. This no insane. way, Maggle. This uh, is a road to WrestleMania. It started on eleven, Maggle. But yeah, it started off with truly momentous Royal Rumble, the first pay per view that we well we didn't watch Fastlane last year here, but it was the first one that like you. No, I mean, we all saw it together, but we didn't we didn't watch it here. We no, we didn't it? watch TLC here either. Really? We, we, remember, we were at a Christmas party. Oh yeah, we watched it. I watched it on the bus ride home. Oh yeah, I watched it while while like kind of hammered. I'm figuring about it for the yeah. first time. But Royal Rumble <laughs> has always been the most watched pay-per-view of our group. Anyway, yeah, it is the It most. brings, like, yeah, the people, the Fairweather fans. As a say. horrible analogy yeah. for my childhood, <laughs> I call it the warp Tour of Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. by the time you're tired of a specific individual, you get a new one. Yeah. And... Something you know, interesting generally happens. Yeah, that. I mean, it made for, like, I was worried when we did a commentary for Royal Rumble 2005, which you can watch on LazerTimePodcast.com. Yeah, we sunk it up with video, and yeah. we, we gave it away for free. It just was, it was I, I had a ton of fun watching yeah. the 05 Rumble. I called it the Quad Busting Classic. <laughs> uh, but this one, there were no quads busted. Uh, maybe some dreams know. and... Uh, and hopes, but I mean, from start to finish, it was pretty good. Has Daniel yeah. Bryan been fired yet? He was told by a lot of WWE wrestlers, even thought he was going to be at the Rumble because he got cleared by another non WWE doctor. Then he was told by the doctor at WWE, "No, and we will never clear you." And then Vince McMahon then told then told Daniel Bryan, "We probably will never yeah. clear you, just to hold out hope." Yeah. And then people are saying that Daniel Bryan is is also trapped in. So Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. should have been fired by them a long time, yeah. but they kept him out injured. They have a deal in your contract that they can just extend it if they want to, yeah. just to stop you from going anywhere else. And Are they so, still being paid, though, at the time? Yeah. Oh, and he's getting paid very well to do yeah. nothing. Like, but, like, the same he would be being paid for doing something. Well, um, but he's not getting yeah. bonuses for appearing on shows mm-hmm. or for pay-per-view bonuses, and yeah. he's not getting... He Marches, also isn't selling yeah. as much stuff because yeah. he doesn't get new T-shirts because he's not on TV. Yeah. He's still probably getting paid uh, something that could finance 80 of our lives. Well, let's talk about the many people that were on TV for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised. I said during our predictions episode that, like, that Ambrose-Owens match is not going to be good. I don't like the way Last Man Standing matches work. They're mm-hmm. so slow. But this one was, you know, it still had those, like, all right, we know they're going to get up for this. It's good. it's so, like, why are we wasting 30 seconds? Those two tables seconds? aren't broken yeah. yet. Yeah, why are we this. wasting 30 seconds of this match watching this? But it was, like, yeah, just the stuff that they did was pretty insane. Yeah. And not stupid like most, uh, like a lot of Dean Ambrose matches is, oops, this uh, monitor exploded on my face, or, <laughs> like, I... I it's the Jerry Lewis yeah. of wrestlers. Well, one crash this car outside. Like, well, and also yeah. one of the most recent Last Man Standing matches on a pay-per-view was Roman Reigns beating 
leading the big show by burying him under a table. Like you yeah. put him under a table instead of through one. That's a yeah. boring finish or, to a yeah, match. Yeah, taping feet. That's a, that, that's been done Wait, like what? two or three times. Like you put you not lock knock someone down. And it's just just tape their feet together. Wow, what is this a fucking Looney Tunes? Can I give them the old yeah. hot foot? It's and it's WWE, where like, yeah. But none of that bullshit happened. Those two just yeah. tore each other apart. <clears throat> I was a little bothered that Dean won. Dean. I felt I felt <laughs> I felt Kevin should get the belt back, especially yeah. because it would appear Dean's not going to be defending his IC championship yeah. at fast. Like, no, he might have to pull a double duty. That's true. I wasn't so hot on the, the the next two matches that were on the card. Nope. It was the tag team championship match, which had good like pre match stuff with uh, the new day. Ta- uh, ta- yeah, talking about their dead uh, trump trumpet. Trombone. Like trombone. And, yeah. and every nobody knows what a trombone is. I'm tired yeah. of hearing this. It's not just you, Dave. Yeah, but I was I was so prepared for him to come out with a tuba or something bigger than yeah, a, that yeah. would be nice but i but it seems like he I doesn't got play me. that well but yeah. he does have he I does guess, seem to know how to play like it. you have yeah he, he i tried play. doing it once in band like how the yeah. fuck do you do this it's actually i've played it uh, i've played you one were in band? i was in a couple of years <laughs> all kidding, right it's all over your face <laughs> hey i was in it for two years i didn't like it that much i stuck with uh you know i was in the brass but trombones are way harder than the other ones because it's like with a trumpet, you just press down buttons. A yep. trombone is about positioning, mm-hmm. and it you have to be very exact. With ultimate analog instrument. One of my favorite videos on the internet is the genius who decided to put a GoPro uh, <laughs> on the tip of his trombone. <laughs> it looks great. awesome. And then there was Eclisto versus Alberto Del Rio, which was a bit too <laughs> bo- it was a bit too botchy for my taste. It fucked uh, up a lot, yeah. and it was boring. But I like what happened. Like I like that Kalisto is the champion sure. again. And it, how long is that going to last? I wonder. It's been more than a week this time, which is more than he had last yeah. time. So I kind of just want Kevin fortunate. Owens to say, like, "What are you doing with this belt, Pipsqueak?" and yeah. just take it from him. <laughs> I want that. One of the biggest surprises of the night: the Charlotte Becky Lynch match. Uh, Pretty it good. Was, it was. I mean, NXT matches are still like head and shoulders above. The, about like these recent WWE Divas matches, but this mm. was up there with the Ambrose Owens match as the best match of the night. Just the emotion in it was a bit. It was a bit more impactful than previous yeah, matches. Yeah, I'd also say it was. I correctly predicted she'll always mm-hmm. be a Bex maid, never yeah. a bride. Mm-hmm. But she did. Uh, she did get lucky at the wedding. <laughs> so that's a surprise. I don't understand any of that? She... R- Ric Flair kissed her and distracted her, which was an upsetting moment. It that was. was it was the one best of those. Part. It was one of those things it. where you go like, twenty years ago, we would have mm. just—it would have been no reaction, I, no shit. And I—I I didn't see it. I was making a joke and I had my head turned, and then you guys all went, "Man, I hate that!" And like, what could have possibly happened for? <laughs> Do it occur in that ring that made you guys all mad? Yeah. I, I didn't even know what you were talking about. Well, it was like the fact that he, I thought he hit her. He, well, no, but he kissed they her. They actually but, won't do that. Yeah, like but, that is a bridge. Too yeah, far she didn't get now. her comeuppance because it's like I don't think you can hit Rick, Rick Flair anymore. He's too old. Like <laughs> no, they don't he's have the guy you can yeah. hit. Yeah, she sort of <laughs> slapped him, I guess, yeah. but she should have kicked him in the balls. It was yeah. also like. She didn't get to attack as while well, meanwhile Stephanie gets to slap every person on mm-hmm. television and call them a child to their face. Yeah. It's the worst. But I I did like that since Ric Flair could like hit Becky, he got creative and just mm-hmm. threw his jacket on her face. Yeah. And then poor Becky lost and yeah. then immediately just get like shoved to the side like eh. literally yeah, yeah, by, the, get, by the next challenger yeah, just getting broomer but as, that was Norman Osborne would say like a part of me wishes she like uh, that Sasha Banks wasn't on the WWE roster for the last three months because once she didn't she hasn't done much Fuck or she no. hasn't been the opportunity to do much if this was her debut it would have been amazing it was still really good mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I felt that too that if she had 
if none of the team bad stuff had happened, yeah. that moment would have been exactly the same and just more impactful because yeah. there was no story with Team Bad. I read that apparently at I SmackDown, I think they broke up. Like, like they it's make an official breakup. Reports, though yeah. Naomi's hurt anyway, yeah. and Tamina is uh, trash. Mm-hmm. No offense to Tamina mm-hmm. having to deal she's with her father's. Uh, yeah, she's not good at it. I know <laughs> she's having to deal with her father's murder trial, but. Um, Anyway, in real was. life, uh, you, well, you know Jimmy Snuka, who is yes. on trial for murder. That's her. He's on trial for that now? Yep, they finally indicted him. Mm. Somebody, like, enough people wrote articles of, hey, why did he not go to trial for murder? Because he had money the, and it was the 80s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sasha showed up in her colors that mm. she wore in her most important matches, her debut match in NXT, her last match mm. in NXT. Then she's wearing it there, and it was just like, yep, Sasha's here. Things are real now, mm-hmm. like boom, and yeah, the team bad was just weighing her down. It was so wrong for her, and I'm glad somebody sent somebody a memo mm-hmm. and said, like, you are hurting your what could be your biggest crossover yeah. star ever. Who doesn't need to flash your titties mm-hmm. to be your biggest crossover star ever? Uh, let's move on to the Royal Rumble match itself, which yeah. was uh, I would probably put it in my like the, my top five favorite. Like I've watched them all. This is probably my, like my top five favorite. Like started awesomely. Besides the weirdness with Roman Reigns it, leaving for half of it, it like mm. it was pretty. It was there was always something going on. Uh, I didn't quite like the Bray Wyatt like the Wyatt family stuff where uh-huh. they did what Big Show and Kane did last year and just unceremoniously dump people. Well, at least it was like dude. new guys yeah. who got something because it's just like when it's Kane and Big Show doing yeah. it, they're just a negative space because yeah. it's not like, oh, look how scary they are because they've yeah. been jobbers to the stars for a decade. Mm-hmm. Like how little they matter. Yeah. So to at least have a new guy like Braun mm-hmm. Strowman get to show off, yeah. that was fun. Though there was a lot of bending of the rules to just be like, no, you need official yeah. rules. You can't just have everybody because then it's like, well, why does every why doesn't everybody make a deal with each other to just say like, hey, I'll give you five thousand bucks that if you get eliminated, just come back in and we'll eliminate yeah. this guy together. Like, it got it was edging up on that. But yeah. the premiere of AJ Styles was, was great. great. The yeah. so great they filmed it all wrong. Like, I don't know. Like, did I've, you I've, see I've, the better cut of it on the on the web on the website? Yeah, I mean it's weird because it's like I've I've watched this Royal Rumble like like two and a half times already mm-hmm. but just like the if you put that that hit what it said on the titantron a lot of people at home are not going to get that mm-hmm. but if you show him like immediately it, like the first time you see him is when he comes out i think that works a little bit better but this is aj styles the guy who no, debuted was, number three he said it i only got to say to the hangout guy because yeah. i was one at that point the camera was so focused on roman yeah. i'm like this is hysterical yeah if they think well i mean it didn't end how i thought it mm-hmm. was going to end but like the camera is way too focused on Roman. Like the third entrant comes out, and it's just a close up of his face. Yeah, and you listen to the crowd, and the crowd goes insane, and it's just a, still a close up on Roman's yeah. face. And I'm like, who could this possibly be? And by the time we got, get to it, it's it's AJ on half of the ramp. Mm. So I went, I had to go look for YouTube videos of people who are shooting because I wanted to know the moment the crowd it was. It was knew. when it said, "I am phenomenal." It's, it was, but that was the awesome part. Like no yeah. one knew. Like the crowd go, the hush falls yeah. over the crowd. I am, and then phenomenal mm. faded in. Everybody. Yeah is that much of a fan they lost their shit at the yeah. word phenomenal before they saw him yeah but it requires like not only do you, that you know who he is yes. but that he is called the phenomenal one which is like I don't know if I vaguely know that that's even if that's nickname, the case but we were all denied yeah. that moment yeah. on television yeah. like in addition yeah. to yeah. other moments we were denied because the camera was on Roman mm-hmm. well that's why the WWE.com uh, mm-hmm. they cut together yeah. they called the video never before seen footage of I AJ's debut yeah. when it was really should have just been called 
called What You Should Have yeah. Seen on TV because yes. it still shows some of Roman's face. There was face, no reason when not it to says, see that. I am mm-hmm. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You have to see that. That's better, but mm-hmm. it didn't matter. The screams of the audience, like he was so yeah. popular there, and the, and the shouts followed him to and I, Miami. I, don't, I barely know Dick about AJ Styles, but mm-hmm. just that, that, that to see the crowd that excited over a human yeah. being. Well, just to think that three weeks it has been surreal. This goes into Raw mm-hmm. too, but it's been surreal that in the last three three weeks ago, mm-hmm. maybe four, he was wrestling Shinsuke Nakamura in Japan, yeah. and now he is in WWE wrestling. Jericho and Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. like all these people, he's never interacted with. Like Did you say, he's he's small compared to these guys. Now? Come mm-hmm. by WWE oh, standards, yeah. he is a small guy. On the he's, Raw the next night, he looked tiny compared to Chris Jericho, which is so weird because he's like, never he's, looked small to me person, though. But, yeah, yeah, like in New Japan, it's like he looks the size of everybody. Yeah. But now, and yeah, it's weird to see him in a new light. But there's some good middle of the match comedy stuff. Uh, this was a very both good... looked involved black guys. <laughs> It was fun to, I think, in at some point we in the talk last... about a moment I didn't yeah. see. In the last third, our um, mm-hmm. layman friend, yeah. Charlie Barrett, and he was just saying, like, so are there any black guys left? Like, yeah. no, nah, they're all gone, <laughs> yeah. and there's not going to... They also asked, like... It kind of limited, eliminated three of them with one elimination. And they're also like, who's the highest profile black guy? And we're like, I guess New Day, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Maybe team. Uh, so, yeah, so Kofi, Kofi Kingston had his yearly uh, not getting eliminated spot. This time it was him falling onto the shoulders of Big E. Yes. I kind of, I yearn I'm, for the day when he would do more athletic stuff, like yes. jump off barricades and like land well, feet first on the stairs. Thing. It, yeah. I had to yeah. be told on Twitter that he was then uh, eliminated, eliminated after that's, that. That's the kind of work I hated. Yes, because we did not see that, yeah. but I... I think they were saying that it was it was hysterical seeing them run around like that, and that yeah. that could have been the. They were eating up. popcorn. Yeah, yeah, and like we just didn't see it because yeah. cameras on Roman. Yeah, it was. Or will Roman get out? Okay, he's hurt. <laughs> well, like that is that what they think we're going to be thinking? Because yeah. we're not. Mm-hmm. We know but, but he's now, coming back. Now you know. Yeah. Like did they they. There was a phony, a red herring, a phony buildup of anticipation that they almost did in a narrative sense with the camera to build false uh, yeah. anger up already. And like, I don't know. It just like, was that worth it? Mm-hmm. No, I don't Not think really. so. No, but though, what was worth it? This was something I read on the dirt sheet, so mm-hmm. who knows if it's true? But originally, apparently, the plan was for Dean Ambrose to eliminate both Owens and AJ Styles. Yeah. And it was Owens that got it changed to Owens eliminating AJ Styles, which was perfect because those two have minor history, but yeah. history. And him saying, welcome to WWE and throwing him out. <laughs> I've not was, been enjoying it very much. <laughs> that was a great moment. And then out comes Sami Zayn and he eliminates Kevin yeah, Owens really in the perfect, like, I, totally forgot I, about I that. got back at you thing. And as yeah. people pointed out, Sami Zayn shaved his chest. Somebody, mm. I would imagine, Vince said, yeah. shave that chest. I want to see those that shit on the air. No, like, nobody gets to keep chest <laughs> People aren't paying hair. for that bramble. <laughs> nobody gets to keep their body hair in, in there. So they threw him out. Yeah. Uh, and then and then that he get to be thrown out by the Wyatts that makes you hate the Wyatts. And mm. then... It worked. Well, it, was was that, that min- it was like a fucking B- Royal Rumble B story. The, the Wyatts had yeah. a moment of being the Rumble yeah. villains, and then they were gone for. A, but it was <laughs> that also drove me crazy because it was so telegraphed. Once the once the Wyatts interacted with Brock Lesnar the first yeah. time on Raw, I was like, "Well, they're throwing him out of the Rumble mm-hmm. because they're facing him at WrestleMania." Yeah, no worries now about it. Seeing if 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 Brock will win because he definitely will not mm-hmm. win. And the more I think about it, I thought the injury part of Roman was to give him time to. 
you know, relax. Yeah. But really it was to have him not be in the ring with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, uh, with yeah. Brock. I brought the... that up to you. You can lay in the ring for 50 minutes. Like, I mean, I know it takes a bit of stamina. Rey Mysterio did it. Yeah, like you can stagger around. And, like, it, it's. I don't think it's the fact that he got tired. It's not like when Austin, like, had to do it in 1999 where it's like, this guy broke his neck a year and a half ago. He can't stay in the ring for 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah. This, I think Roman can. It was just, yeah, it made no... It would. He would be immediately eliminated by the Wyatts if, like, it would make for no. Doing all that clearing the ring stuff, yeah. You can't have him with Brock because then, then that's another thing where it's like Brock would totally go after him first. But anywho, yeah, yeah. So it ended with Roman coming back, and uh, what was the final four? It was Dean, Roman, uh, Sheamus, and then Triple H comes out. Surprise number thirty. Sheamus' second appearance in the Rumble. Yeah. Again, that's another thing where it's like you have to have these rules. There have been previous Royal Rumbles where it's like this guy came out too early, he's disqualified. Got Both Alberto ring. and Sheamus were literally came out to like yeah. take this guy out earlier. So it was like to, you got to, I, I to yeah. well, well, slightly, yeah. clumsily throw him under the bottom yeah. rope. Well, I was very glad obviously that, doing it. I was at least glad Jericho is not in the final four yeah. because I think I was the biggest Jericho holic there yeah. was uh, for a time. But I am tired thing. of seeing Jericho. I think I'm he was tired. the guy who had all the instructions. Like it seems like yeah. there's a guy every year who like makes starts the beginning, makes it close to the end. He's just there to tell everybody who comes in, like, all right, you got to do this. And really? Jericho makes sense as that guy. He's yeah. been around forever. He, he hasn't had too he's many done concussions. A dozen, so. yeah. He's done a dozen Royal Rumbles. Uh, but it's got to be something because that dad yeah. bod was not yeah. in many spots. Yeah, I know. Just kidding, Jericho. You look great. <laughs> he's aging, He's and he's yeah. on DDP yoga instead of regular thing. And he's probably not uh, taking herbal enhancements. Yeah, he just anymore. doesn't look like all the other wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. The, okay, so, though, really the MVP of the night was Dean. Mm-hmm. Because Dean started the show with, like, a pounding ass yeah. match and then finished in the finals and also was in the rumble i bet longer than roman was mm-hmm. yeah pretty much and and him competing for the title so dave i want to ask you because yeah. you'll get this comparison do you think that was a lex luger versus bret hart moment of let's put dean in the finals and yeah. see how people react to it or was it just the safe choice of if Roman is if it, the finals are Triple hmm. H and Roman, then that's one giving away Royal, the WrestleMania main event, and two uh, people will definitely boo uh, or the definitely wrong cheer. stuff. Yeah. yeah, so let's put him I, against Dean. Yeah, that makes sense, and it's also but it's also like I don't I don't know if that's a test bed because the, this is like the second straight year where it's like oh Dean's about to win the title and he doesn't. If they are gonna pull the the trigger on him, it's it's not gonna be for a while. Like he's not. He's and gonna, won't be at Royal yeah, WrestleMania yeah, yeah. season. Now I I do like the. the Roman doesn't get to win back to back like mm-hmm. he doesn't get to be one of the rare back. Yeah. To, it's it's still just HBK and yeah. Stone Cold, I believe, who won back to back rumbles. It is a minor miracle that we were happy that Triple H won a Royal Rumble and <laughs> yeah. is the and new champion. Yeah, I'm not terribly happy about it. Yeah, but it's also been like, uh, you know what? You haven't you haven't made yourself this big in six years. So if as long as you're doing it for two months, fine. That's that's my mindset. But how did you all predict that Roman's not going to be a one to thirty it, winner? Like Forty hours beforehand, that Triple H is going to win the Royal Rumble. It, it was there's rumors here, like all so over the place. So there were there were rumors all over the place. The betting odds had Triple H favored yeah. the most, which. That usually tells you who read a story because you don't think you think the guys who are who are making millions off it don't know who the winner is yeah. going to be. And third, the storytelling. I now know how to recognize WrestleMania storytelling. When they did all those, they do these scenes in other pay per views and Raws to set up the video they're going to play before the WrestleMania match mm-hmm. and. 
a definite moment for Roman Reigns and Triple H is him beating up Triple H at, at TLC. And so, boom, this leads to it. And the only thing that kind of hurt it was just that we'd seen Triple H on 18 other mm-hmm. like NXTs over and over again. When he was supposed to be like, oh, Triple H, I forgot about him for a month. Yeah. So, yeah, then the Raw, Raw the next night was actually not super eventful for a, like, big post-pay-per-view episode. They did have... The I expected big thing, more. Yeah. I think the big thing was that The Rock returned. Uh, Didn't like it. I'm tired of Rocky. I... I love Rocky it, movies. I don't want to yeah, see him arrested. That's, anymore. like, the only funny thing I saw from the... Half of it was great, <laughs> and half of it was kind of stupid. Like... The whole, there's this big thing with Lana where he's basically like I don't even know if Lana knew that ahead of time like I'm gonna retcon it that uh, that we fucked uh, probably sprung on her because Vince McMahon's a bully yeah. like and, he, and she's in the doghouse he had this really good interaction with Big Show where he basically like made Big Show question the last 20 years of his life that was he, pretty he, great he said oh remember when uh, we, we kind of tie the Royal Rumble well I, I, I watched the tape and it looks like you won and also uh, I got the uh, the role of the Scorpion King because of I, because I won that, and uh, yeah, and, and that led into the Fast and Furious. Imagine if they had uh, known that you actually won it, and then the big show just went nuts about it. Did you punch uh, anybody to death? He broke a laptop in half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, yeah, the stuff with the New Day was mostly good, ex- except for the fact uh, they do this with Miz too, where they talk about how his movies suck, yes. the movies they make. They that they suck. WWE makes those movies. Yeah. So uh, the Rock called the uh, New Day's unicorn horns uh, llama penises. Ooh. But it's this is a product you're trying to sell. This yeah. is a product that's sold on your WWE shop. So <sighs> I mean that's just classic Rock that he's yeah. like llama penis. I'll just say yeah. I'll just say a random thing like it, mm-hmm. it goes back to him calling Kevin Kelly an hermaphrodite. Yeah. But it's just it's, out of context. Rock things aren't funny at all in the yeah. garbage. But <laughs> it took me back to when he called punks verbal face down mm-hmm. with the rock on raw and cm punk talks for 15 minutes straight about how i'm the greatest mm-hmm. i'm easily the greatest you're all idiots in the audience and the rock's gonna come out here and do his little song and dance and mm-hmm. say stupid stuff to get you to chant along with him and that's all he's gonna do and you're gonna fall for it because you're stupid mm-hmm. and then rock comes out he's like well you and your little cookie puss <laughs> and there he goes cookie puss yeah. cookie in the CM Punk's just looking at him like, seriously? I just told you you'd do this, you idiots. And so that's exactly what that was. It was just the new llama llama penis. Like mm-hmm. I bet he's hoping he can get llama penis on his shirt. The best part was having the new day react to llama penis by saying, Can you say penis on yeah. air? I don't think you can say penis on air. <laughs> yeah. He said penis on air. <laughs> Uh, they also announced the main event for the next big view. Uh, Fastlane is going to be number one contenders match. So the Triple H isn't even defending the title until WrestleMania. It, it'll be Roman Reigns against Brock Lesnar against Dean Ambrose, a triple threat match, yeah. which is it's. It'll be a good match. I yeah, bet. I, I mean, last year, last year we liked guys. we liked Fastlane's main event, even though we saw it a million miles away who's going to win. Uh, and it I, was a great main. And event. Brock Lesnar had one of the best matches of last year in a triple threat match, and I think that. These two guys are, you know, almost as good as, you know, John Cena and Seth Rollins. So I think they can also bounce off of Brock Lesnar, literally, yeah, the, the same way. It's just and, what I'm not... Uh, there was there was some question of the outcome in that Royal Rumble triple threat last year. Yeah. The I have absolutely no question in that because, guess what? Brock will get ahead of steam. The yeah. Wyatts will come out and... Oh, shock! The Wyatts are yeah. here! Beat the crap out of him. Doesn't lose. Yeah. And then spear on Dean Ambrose. Yeah. One, two, three on Dean. Boom. There. That's yeah. that. If that doesn't happen, I will be shocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I don't like that Dean is the Intercontinental Champion and still being in the main event when he should be defending the belt. If he's not going to defend the belt, then put it on Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Third, 
when the storyline is that Triple H had to come out because he was the only guy who could take the belt from Roman Reigns, and they had to get the belt off of Roman Reigns, on the same yeah. show, you cannot give him another number that, one t- yeah. opportunity. Don't do it on the same show. I, Have a plot yeah. the next episode where Roman shows up and says, well, I talk with yeah. my lawyers, or you got to do this, and I got this contract. Do that, but don't just have Stephanie say, you know what, yeah. Roman, we hate you, and you're going to get a shot at the championship. Like, yeah, no! that, I like what we had seen that spoiler right after our Monday night movie recording, and I was like, you know what, I bet he like said, I get a rematch, so I'm, I want that, and this is how they did it. But there was none of that. There was like, we got you right where we want you. Number one contenders match. You're not going to win it, dude. Like, if you're trying to punish a person, literally punish it. Like, make mm. that a part of the story. But AJ let, yeah. versus Jericho happened also. Yeah, was... and yeah, that's where I realized that AJ is a kind of a small dude. And this is against pudgy Jericho, too. Yeah. And... But it was a really good match. Like, there was a great uh, spot where AJ jumped off the ropes and got, like, super great height. I hadn't seen, I've seen yeah. him do that with Japanese people, mm. and it's cooler. Yeah, they're smaller, uh, so it looks bigger. Uh, yeah. the, I like it. NJP, NJPW has a better ring. I'm yeah. wearing an NJPW shirt as we uh, talk, by the way. But I'm wearing so, a Donald Duck shirt. Um, I didn't like that it ended in a cheese ball roll-up. Yeah. I think I felt AJ's first win should be dominant. It is a big win to beat Jericho yeah. on his first night, though. I mean, it's not yeah. the greatest, but it is. it is a big win. It's not like, you know, I expected him just like, oh, he beat Curtis Axel, which is what he does on yeah. SmackDown. Uh, there's uh, The other thing I want to say about AJ is, don't listen to the Taz podcast because it is terrible morning radio and it's horrible to listen to. But I really liked his insight on AJ's match. He put Jericho, Vince put Jericho against AJ to test AJ to see if he could do mm-hmm. WWE style. They barely let AJ talk because they're still not sure if they yeah. can trust him to talk. And I bet he doesn't like his Southern drawl. And then Taz also posits that the first time AJ does the Styles Clash and Vince sees it live will be the last time that yeah. happens because Vince will think it's not an impressive move. It's one you can't do to giants of WWE. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly like, I don't like the Styles it, Clash that yeah, much. And it's and it's uh, really injured a lot of people. Uh, but he For did, real. Yeah, and, yeah. but uh, he did do it on SmackDown against Curtis, Curtis Axel. Yeah, yeah, so the, the very, very I think humble sh- beginnings. I think that shows you they were worried about it, too. Like, do it on the tape show. If yeah. you kill Curtis Axel, that's oh, just well. Curtis Axel. <laughs> He'll get and to meet ju- his daddy in heaven. Yeah, and we'll just cut it off the show. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's move on to NXT real quick. It was all right. Kind of peaks and valleys. American the, the, Alpha, number one, that, man. That I'm tag match was really good. Yeah. And the main event was good. Yeah. But between those, it was kind of... Uh, like yeah. low, pretty low uh yeah there was a women's match with Nia Jax which is just like the crowd was dead for that yeah and then there was the return of Alex Riley who's never mounted Boo. much and the crowd was dead for that the and then worst there was, Alex Riley there was the, the country music wrestler guy having a match and the crowd Chris was dead Chris has to run that. away we've reached the point where there's yeah I have to go uh, yeah. finish some stuff sure uh anyway Alex Riley garbage yeah, I mean, he looks better now, but uh, he hasn't really gotten better no. in the ring. When I saw him, is like he looks like Triple H, but with like a slightly higher contrast on the. <laughs> like if they just pulled the bar a little bit further down that way. It's one. Of, it's one of those guys. You're like, why are you still employed? You seem like he, one of the guys who was hired alongside a bunch of guys who aren't there anymore, but yeah. you're still there. How yeah, well, he happen? was. Yeah, NXT season two. Back when yeah. it was a reality show, and yeah, no one, pretty much no one else from that is no, around anymore. It's if I can, yeah, like well, I guess Curtis Axel was on that season, but it's yeah, yeah, just it's weird. Like 
Zack Ryder being in NXT is weird, but this is even weirder because it's like Zack is bringing something to NXT. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's Zack Ryder. We know him. Like, some, he's if that you're bringing, internet guy who stopped yeah, doing his YouTube it, videos. But if you're bringing someone to an NXT or showing them NXT for the first time, they're like, oh, that guy, I remember him. He's mm-hmm. familiar. This is nice. But Alex Riley's like, this guy's been demoted, and this is like five or six years into his career, so it is a little weird. And he won't beat anybody. Yeah. Uh, well, he beat Bull that, Dempsey. Well, okay, uh, fine. He beat he the fat guy workout gimmick wrestler. Yeah, the fun workout fatty. Yeah. Um, and the main event, I it was good. It, it, yeah, and I loved like some of the false finishes at the end. I just hated the finish finish, which was yeah. two men doing a, a submission move on Baron Corbin at the same time. So yeah, Zayn had a sharpshooter. Samojo had his uh, coquina clutch. I love and, seeing Sammy pull out a sharpshooter. I love when Canadians do sharpshooters. Yeah, and I mean, I know that there's, you know, this is a tape show, so, like, what's happened is there's already this results. You could look it up ago. if you wanted to, but the fact that it ended with, like, oh, we don't know, we'll find out next week, it's like, no, you can, you should tell us now. It probably should be the guy who had the submission in first. Like, yeah, how do you I, not have these rules set in place? Yeah, it's it's a weird, it's a weird illogic in NXT, which usually focuses on yeah. logic, because NXT... I remember last year when Kevin Owens won the title. It yeah. was one of my favorites because Kevin Owens beats up Sami Zayn until the refs tell him to stop. And my thought was, oh, this is just going to be like the yeah. shitty matches on Raw where the ref's like, you didn't <clears throat> stop punching him when I said mm-hmm. to disqualified. And instead he won because William Regal is, just says, yeah, you yeah. you won. It was a TKO. He couldn't keep getting mm-hmm. up. So you're the winner and you get the belt. And then, meanwhile, this is like the reverse. This took me back. I don't know if you remember SummerSlam 2012, mm-hmm. Dave. I believe you were yeah. there. You have the match end with a double submission on the big show by CM Punk yeah. and Cena. And I thought, man, this is a bullshit ending. Yeah. And then AJ, St- AJ <laughs> Lee mm-hmm. comes out and says, we're restarting the match. Because that's just what you do. Just restart mm-hmm. the match then. If, you, if there's not a conclusive finish, restart the match there. But I think it was just to stretch out storylines. They have a little more. They have a little longer before a takeover than yeah. they did than they usually do. They have it's, a lot longer. Yeah, it's not till April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they got some time. Yeah. And uh, speaking of NXT spoilers, yeah. so WWE shared it on their yeah. Facebook. They made it very clear. But just so you know. Mm. They announced at NXT, uh, the most recent NXT takings, tapings that take them, I think, up to WrestleMania, yeah. that Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> is going to premiere at NXT, and his first match will be at yeah. uh, the TakeOver at, in Dallas. Now, unfortunately, yeah. it's also not hard to find out who he's facing. Yeah. And when you find out who he's facing, that amounts to a storyline spoiler as well, which yeah. sucks. And it also just like, it was the same when they signed Austin Aries, like... Mm. Oh, that might have been neat to see Austin Aries premiere on TV, but it's also they know they yeah. they spoilers would get out so quickly. It, they got out that night, like WWE. Yeah. It's the same deal they did with when like they WWE.com has been smart, honestly, mm-hmm. because it used to be dirt sheets could count on them not to spoil their own stuff mm-hmm. so they could get all these hits out of it. But this time, like with the signings of the New Japan people, Whoever runs dot com yeah. just said, "Fuck this! Why are they getting yeah. views from this? We should just get a statement from Triple <laughs> yeah. H and talk about these rumors." Mm-hmm. And they probably got a ton of hits out yeah. of it. So let's move on to Lucha Underground, which had Lucha. its premiere. Yeah, I watched it. Like I have been binging on that show all month. Yep. I, you know, I watched the finale and the couple episodes coming up to it last summer when the show ended, but. 
yeah, just like finally getting to see the whole thing from beginning to end really it, like gave me a greater appreciation for all the characters mm. and how everything's been intertwined. And I really liked the uh, season two yeah. opener is amazing. I want to say everybody listening to this, yeah. watch the first the season mm-hmm. premiere of season two. It is an amazing jumping on yeah. point. They give you. They let you know what happened pretty much. They Ian and uh, Matt Stryker do a great yeah. job explaining the background. More so Matt Stryker. But yeah. when somebody comes out, they're like, oh, that's the champion of this. Oh, that's that guy's uh, friend. Yeah. Oh, this guy has this belt and it means this. And it was just such a great first episode. Mm-hmm. It, I love the new status quo. I do miss Daria Cueto. I do. like so. Yeah. I, I think I, he'll be back soon I, enough. Yeah, I love that the central image the entire night is uh, Mil Muertes oh, on that so throne good. in the middle. Like that makes me wish. Like I, I don't know if they've done all of the tapings already, but like if just to be there with him on that throne, it's like that's fucking amazing. I know and, that he's just watching. I mean, and the way he even defended his title that night was yeah. it was seriously out of Mortal Kombat. Like yeah. they took. I am certain they <laughs> took that from Mortal Kombat. Not only that. Yeah. He's on a throne like Shao Kahn, mm-hmm. but he forces the person who just won the title opportunity yeah. to fight him immediately. Yeah. And that was so. And Mil Muertes is like the Undertaker uh, from Mexico, man. Mm-hmm. He's so great. But also, I think their um, Gift of the Gods title yeah. is better than any Money in the Bank. Like, uh, I think it's better Money in the yeah, Bank. Yeah, it's a little bit awkward, though. Like, well, for the, I just want to say, like, yeah, that now that Dario, Dario Cueto is not the boss of the show, I didn't like this, the backstage segments with Katrina are she's not as cool. She like is, Katrina. but I love, I just love like everyone interacting with Dario Cueto in his office. He's, he's, he's an amazing actor. Yeah. He's the best evil boss yeah. in wrestling. Like he's so good. He's just such like a smarmy yeah. douche, and that also to find out that they hired him, like he's a smarmy douche in any yeah. language. But they hire bilingual actors, yeah. too, because they film it in, in Spanish and in English in yeah. a lot of cases. But uh, he is from Spain, and yeah. he speaks with a Spanish accent because that's also insulting to, like, Mexican mm-hmm. and to, Mexicans to hear Spanish-style Spanish sounds very effete and fancy. Yeah. And so. Well, I, yeah. The thing with Dario is that, like, Every character that like goes into his office and interacts with them, it, it, it's more of a, a chance for them to show like their personality. Like this guy's a tough guy; he'll intimidate Dario. This guy's a comedy guy; like he'll do something funny. Like with with Katrina in this whole episode, and I'm sure like things will probably change. But like everything is like, oh well, it's Katrina, and they're creepy, and it's not it's not as much about the people that get like the matches and interact with her. It's more about you know mill and her and mill's great and like one of my favorite competitors in, in all of uh lucha underground but had stories that went off for certain for a certain amount of episodes and then would end so i'm not that concerned that like mm-hmm. and of, of course dario quaid was in the episode so i think it's, the thing it's weird to me that they filmed everything or yeah. everything but ultima lucha at this point yeah. but it's it's going to be going till halfway through this year yeah. but unlike the, it was it was a mental break i have with this show compared to with wwe like oh yeah. smackdown got taped i'll yeah. just read the results like this is i think it's because wwe's shown like a sporting event so i'm just like eh, i didn't see it live so weather results boom 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 but meanwhile a lucha underground is a written drama Mm -hmm. it is a it is a it is a real tv show and Mm -hmm. so it'd be the same with like oh do you want to know spoilers for this season of of sopranos i know i'd prefer to just watch it i'll just watch and see what happens on this i don't need to know this and they yeah, seeing Son of Havoc, Ivelisse, mm-hmm. and... Uh, oh, that was one of my favorite yeah. moments, too, on the show, is that they know how to play their audience so good. Yeah. King Cuerno, is, was, King Cuerno and Phoenix was great. 
shocking ending too and King Cuerno just like staring at Mil Muertes but then also uh, and I love Phoenix Phoenix is mm-hmm. one of my favorites on the whole show uh, but so Ivelisse uh, Katrina when she when somebody loses to Mill, mm. she then gives them the kiss of death yeah. which is a lick of their face I don't believe she'd ever done that to a woman before mm-hmm. and then she's crawling over Ivelisse yeah. and you can feel the audience is like oh is yeah. she gonna do it and she doesn't do it like she looks at them like Nah, fuck you. You're yeah. not getting the, you're not getting jerk off material. And well, I, just, they did, I love that. They still do they still have that weird level of creepiness for Lucha Underground yeah. where uh Katrina came out and talked into uh Melissa Santos's like the yeah. brain announcer's ear and both Vampiro and Shark are like, Oh did you t- I'm gonna TiVo that later? I'm like, gross. Well, this is, this was, is so soft core too. Yeah. Like why is And then Vampire was like, Man, I got it on my phone, I got it yeah. on my iPad, yeah, I got it like weird. I know. I look it's also, a more... he's supposed to be able to look at this weird dark character now that is uh the Well manager. he's on his meds. He's on his I meds. Get, yeah, they did bring that up. See, that's also what yeah. I like about the show that it is ridiculous. WWE yeah. is ridiculous too, but it wants you to think it's reality. They're like, yeah. No, these are employees who wrestle for this stuff. So when a ridiculous yeah. magic happens on WWE, <laughs> you're like, This is stupid. Yeah. But meanwhile, on Lucha Underground, when magic happens on it, you're like, yeah, it's magic. Mm-hmm. This is a magic show with zombies and, and dragon mm-hmm. men and people from outer space and demons. This is just a show. Yeah. Like, that's what the show is. And so the ending made me just excited for the whole rest of it. Like, Prince Prince Puma shows up. Yeah. Fucking Pentagon yeah. Jr. shows up, who is the coolest ever. And, yeah. and to see him facing a bad guy now, yeah. too, instead of a good guy. Oh, so great. Yeah, I haven't read spoilers, but usually the arm-breaking thing is like, ah, well, that guy's out for months now. Mm-hmm. But I think Mule is like, he is a... I like, think you'll have death, superhuman uh, powers yeah, exactly. to be like, nah, my arm's fine. Yeah, I do like the Gift of the Gods idea. I just worry that it's going to be like this the entire season, where mm-hmm. Lucha Underground is, yeah, even though it's supernatural, it also is like, there's a lot of logic to everything. But wouldn't this title wouldn't people challenge for it every single week so wouldn't you want to i mean this episode you saying like i'm going to use this and and katrina said well you have to defend it this week but to get it like, next week. yeah and they brought up that um king cuerno was like don't worry so i guess he'll hold on to it for a while but like someone could should should be challenging him next week and whenever you win it you should say immediately next week i'm using this because otherwise i'm fighting every week to defend it well but if you've got an evil person up top they'll still might make you defend it yeah. like they're gonna make if you say i want to challenge it for this next week how easy would it be for for say dario if he comes back to just say okay then you have a match tonight yeah. for it let's see if you can keep it yeah i guess it is like the whole heel face divide like yeah. this guy saying like i am i am with you guys Mm-hmm. In that way, you know, as long as Katrina is the the boss of the show, she can be like, no, you know what? You don't have to defend this for a while. Hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Just like let it uh, let it stagnate or whatever. But uh, I, it set a really good tempo for the entire season, like a title title change immediately, uh, unexpected triple threat match, mm-hmm. uh, like su- surprisingly competitive main event, and like that, like like especially watching the entire thing, like. They keep t- uh, keeping Ivelisse out of these trios matches. I don't know if she's legit injured. The, mm-hmm. When they won it the first time, she was limping because she literally did break her leg. She finished the match, oh, but wow. she was, yeah, so she's, or, okay. or, or her ankle or something. I was, like, yeah, I guess I like I wasn't paying 100% attention during that match. I'm like, are they just keeping her out of the match because they know, like, Son of Havoc and Angelico are, like, two of the best wrestlers Angelico. in the... Yeah, sorry. Uh, but they're two of the best like wrestlers on the entire roster and, and Helico especially just like every almost mm. every single time he's on the show he's diving off the top balcony. Yeah. Uh, I do love that those two guys like they're 
they, I mean, they will do yeah. crazy stuff, but they're also like, they're not Lucha Libre. They get out of the Lucha Libre yeah. dance uh, that sometimes falls in, though. Uh, King Prino and Phoenix was totally in that dance style, yeah. but it was, it still worked. Mm-hmm. But I, I love, so here's what I love about the Gift of Gods title. That mm-hmm. it, that it, it is functionally both the mm-hmm. secondary title and yeah. the money in the bank. That it'll always be the secondary title, at least until it's cashed in, then I yeah. guess it vanishes or they'll have a new tournament they, for it. Yeah, they, they redistribute all the medals. So then they ah. do all that and then they have a ladder match when, once the, all the medals have been collected. So, so it's just great that it becomes their secondary title and that yeah. you have more than one title match on a show and it's something you can battle over but it can also be a money in the bank any story points like story matters so much in there and it's something that that is what Lucha Underground does a million times better than WWE partially because Mm -hmm. it is a pre-recorded show and they can edit around it and they have much better cuts and stuff Mm -hmm. because it's not live Mm -hmm. but still just the storytelling behind the scenes are like yeah it's not just two idiots standing next to an an interviewer Mm -hmm. who doesn't say anything and just says Hey, why do you guys fight each other? Because of this, and I yeah. don't like you, and goodbye. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like overall, great show from beginning to end. Write a promise for the new season. Yeah, I can't wait. But that—that's that—that's all of the, uh, I guess, all of the major wrestling uh, results and, oh, yeah. uh, and chatter for the week. Uh, I do have to go through the question of the week for last week, which ah. was, "What's your favorite Royal Rumble memory?" Uh, Ivana Cramp my pants said the 1992 Royal Rumble is the first vivid memory that I have. The Rick that Ric Flair promo. Where uh, who can forget the famous quote, put that cigarette out. Who is Mean Gene talking to? Why is he so bothered by that cigarette to st- to be distracted by it? Is, Very he, unprofessional. is he concerned about secondhand smoke or is it just a non-smoking section and he's a stickler? I need answers. I always thought that was kind of like a dig at Ric Flair. Like, yeah, we, we're giving you this moment, but I'm going to just say this. To, no, I yeah. think that was just him being uh, professional. Yeah. Like, Gene, Mean Gene said whatever he felt like. Yeah. Uh, Drunkle Bez says, anytime Kofi Kingston saved himself from elimination, every year gets more creative. My personal favorite happened last year when the Rosebuds caught him and carried him back to the ring. Sadly, it was overlooked since every smart called that year's Rumble the worst Rumble ever. Fuck yep. those people. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no. you know what? I think a Rumble is more than just the ending. Like, 2014 was great. The ending sucked. Uh, yeah, 2015 was just bad all yeah. around. Like, yeah. Type 40 Comics said, One of my favorite moments was the the 2005 Rumble where Eddie Guerrero stole Ric Flair's number backstage. Yeah. Actually, that is the intro for, pre- for the previous episode. Another favorite memory is Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit, the 2003 Rumble. It's my favorite match of all time. Yeah, yeah one of the greatest ever. It actually, even outside of a vacuum... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not my absolute yeah. favorite ever, but it is one of my favorites ever. Uh, Ampenance says, in the 2002 Royal Rumble, they did a great comedy spot where the Hurricane tried to give Stone Cold and Triple H a double choke slam. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good one. Love that moment. Uh, and Buckaroo Banzai says, before tonight, my favorite mo- moment was CM Punk's promo run in the 2010 Rumble. It was what Woo! made me a fan of him. Yeah. But now it has to be AJ Styles' debut this year. As a backstory, I wasn't into wrestling until I caught an X Division match while channel surfing. From 2006 to 2009, I was a huge TNA fan. Pause for eye-rolling, loser town, Jobberville comments, etc. Look, guys, no, that's the era, that's the pre-Hogan era of TNA, so I wouldn't make fun of that. That's when it was a good show. (laughs) Uh, And Styles was my favorite wrestler. While I read the dirt sheets and knew it was coming, to actually see my favorite wrestler walk out on the WWE stage made me squeal so loud my roommate asked if I was okay. Uh, this week's question of the week. Uh, so with AJ Styles and Nakamura officially with WWE, 
who is like your dream signee now that everyone else like now Damn. that like yeah like a lot of New Japan's talent is left. Who yeah. who's left? Like who? This is assuming WWE does completely right by them. So yeah. you can't. So don't go with they'll botch this. Yeah, guy. I wish I get this, but they fuck yeah. it up. Um, wow, that is so funny because the last the last twelve months have seen all the people I would have said yeah. I would have said like. They should totally get Samoa Joe. Yeah. They won't. It's a small list of yeah. people I actually care about because I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't watch too much PWG or yeah. ROH, and uh, I actually don't think the mm-hmm. Young Bucks would be good for it because mm-hmm. they'd be too little for WWE. They'd be yeah. like, "What these little guys kicking people? Who cares, yeah. Mackle?" Uh, but my, so my pick um, would be Bobby Roode. Ah. Actually, he's the now the best never signed mm-hmm. to WWE TNA guy, and we got. Hints that James Storm, his mm-hmm. uh, tag team buddy and beer money, yeah. would get into it. He did not, but just he just had a couple of NXT matches and just fizzled out. Yeah, but but meanwhile, Bobby Roode was always better than James yeah. Storm. He has always been. I haven't watched a ton of, of TNA, but when I would see Bobby Roode matches, I would always think he is better than this dung heap mm-hmm. he's being surrounded with a lot yeah. of the time. That he was. Just so great. He's a great bad guy, a great good guy. Same with EC3, though. EC3 has done a face turn. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, you fucked up the one thing I really liked on your show. I, I want He's such a good bad guy. But anyway, Bobby Roode would be mine. All right. Before he's too old and broken, like Kurt Angle. Um, I wouldn't have said it having just watched Lucha Underground, but mm. also watching New Japan's uh, Wrestle Kingdom 10, Ricochet, I think. Yes, I, absolutely. I, I, know, I think the WWE actually has tried to sign him, but I think he signed such a long-term Lucha Underground thing, mm. and like they... Lucha Underground is just like we don't want you to raise our talent and take all of it, so they've you know been more proactive with it. But just like what he's been able to do on Lucha Underground has been phenomenal, and seeing him actually unmasked in New Japan, like this guy has the look. Mm-hmm. Like he's a little bit smaller, but he does like shit that's in, like crazier than anyone on the WWE roster right now. Yeah, I just don't think he'd get to do crazy stuff. Though. Yeah. Uh, this this is counter to the question uh, yeah. because I'm poking holes in it, but I'm just saying that like. Kalisto can do crazy shit, but he's clearly being he told here, here don't do yeah, but he's being told do one crazy thing. Yeah. Same with same with uh, Neville. Mm-hmm. Neville can do lots more than mm-hmm. just the red arrow, but he's kind of just becoming the um, the Billy Kidman. Yeah. Just like yeah, you've got this one cool move, you can do variations on it, but we don't want you to. That's too complicated. So, but Ricochet can fucking yeah. fly. Like he should be there, and I. I read Dave Meltzer said something to the effect of um, he's mm-hmm. very concerned about a Lucha Underground mm-hmm. season three because he doesn't think that they'll have enough money. Mm-hmm. He thinks they'll lose most of their talent. The WWE will do what they I'd, do every time. I see a lot of advertising, like yeah. concentrated advertising that's like the Lucha Underground Wrestler of the Week brought to you by Cash Roll or something. It's like yeah. it's getting advertising, which is good. No, but I, yeah, so I think WWE. They're really good at this yeah. nip it in the bud yeah. thing because they just see like, oh, is this a challenge? This uh, five years from now they could be a challenger. Okay, buy all their best guys now. Buy yeah. a guy, get that guy who could they could build entirely around. Get him. We can easily pay them triple what they're making. All right. So leave your uh, your answer to this question in the comment section for Cheap Podcast on LaserTimePodcast.com. One other thing to get out of the way, there's the predictions contest for the Royal Rumble uh, amongst us Cheap Podcast hosts. Uh-huh. I won. All right. Uh, well, I, look, I, I, I got the pre-show match, Yep. and I also was the only person to pick Kalisto. So I had four, you and Brett had three. You were really, yeah, that, uh, God, that pre-show yeah. match. We didn't even talk about that. But they just got the, 45 seconds between the both of them. Like, why ridiculous. even bother having a yeah. match? Yeah. 
But uh, the prediction contest winner amongst the commenters was Chris Malloy, who got five out of six correct entries. Congrats. Uh, and also won the tiebreaker because there was another person at five out of six. And uh, they chose Edge's theme to close out this episode. But before that, Henry, uh, what, what's some plugs you got? Boy, we've got so many to say. There's Laser Time, uh, the podcast that is the home podcast of this mm-hmm. website, lasertimepodcast.com. This week, you, me, Chris, mm-hmm. and Brett talked about X-Files yeah. and our love of X-Files. X-Files. It was great because the new season started in inauguration. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, we talked about our seven favorite mm-hmm. off-brand uh, gimmick episodes of X-Files. It was a lot of fun. There's also 302010 where we talk about events from 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago in the world of pop culture. Mm-hmm. This week we talk about the Bears mm-hmm. winning the Super Bowl. The Challenger exploding. The Challenger exploding. And um, the whoever won the '96 Super Bowl, Cowboys. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Yes. I just talked about. It. I can't. I want remember. to say Green Bay, but I have no idea. Uh, and, uh, I only and, like yeah. fake sports. Okay. And also, there's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast I do yeah. every week. Listen up. We talked all about Deadpool yeah. on this most recent one. Oh, and VG Empire, the video game music podcast, where we talk about uh, this Mario week. RPG? It's Mario RPG music volume two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really fun. Give it a listen. Did you say what this week's Talking Simpsons was? Oh, by ah. the, way, right now, the Arrival of of uh, Herb Powell, yeah. the car manufacturer, in the invention of the Homer. You listen <laughs> the to car us. built for Homer. We take one episode at a time of The Simpsons and talk about it, and you gotta listen to it. You will yeah. enjoy it quite a lot. And uh, there's also our Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time, where you get weekly movie commentaries, a weekly bonus podcast, uh, bi-weekly comic book uh, commentaries hosted by you. And bi-weekly wrestling commentaries that I put together and Chris put video to our latest wrestling commentary and it came out really well. Really well. And I, I put, I, I liked it so Shared much. Shared it to we, the world. Yeah, we put it on lasertimepodcast.com. If you just go to cheappodcast.com, it'll be one of the first things listed. It's, it's it's so much easier than syncing with the network. And what I also like about it is it opens up the door that we could do ones yeah. that are not just WWE. But uh, do expect another one next week because we are doing these uh, cheap podcast commentaries every other week. Uh, I'm thinking Fastlane this time. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. All that stuff. Top sevens. We'll be back next week with another cheap podcast. Bye-bye. You think you know me.